on today's Daily Charge Supercharged Edition. Hosts Alfred Ng and Ben Fox Rubin floor questions from our live audience in regards to Elon Musk's brain-computer interface, discuss the reality of the Matrix, and explore the latest data leak. I think it's time to look at the comments now and see what our audience members really want to know more about. Uh, BBG, what is going on in the chat today? Not too much, too much uh, bug, uh, buzzing in the chat right yet. Yeah, I think we're all still t- trying to process this. So the, I just want to, like, with the Neuralink thing, like, what is the time frame on this? How far away are we from seeing this implemented? Maybe not as, like, a commercial level, but maybe seeing it for, I don't know, first place they always apply stuff is, like, military usage or medical usage. Where, where do we think we're going to see that in the timeline? Well, Elon Musk talks about how he wants um, to have tests on humans for it by 2020, and so... I don't think we'll see it for a while. If we're still in the testing phase and we're not even testing on people yet, I I think it'll be a pretty long time before you see that. Musk Uh, also has a tendency to have incredibly aggressive timelines. Yes, weren't we supposed to be on Mars by now? Yes, yeah, whether it's Mars, whether it's, you know, Tesla, and and Neuralink is no different. So he's saying testing on humans in 2020. I would probably say that this is a very invasive procedure on people's brains. Um, maybe we wouldn't see it within the next decade. I, I, I would just say, I would caution a very big uh, uh, grain of salt here yeah. as, far as, as far as the time frame is concerned. All right, first question's coming in from our good friend Commander Trium. Uh, so what about the hackability of these BMI devices? Do you really think regulation will be forthcoming uh, soon given government's notorious slowness in legislating tech in general? Yeah, that's going to be a big problem. I mean, biohacking is a real thing. People put, you know, RFID chips in their hands all the time. There's like pacemakers that people can access through, um, you know, an insecure Bluetooth or Wi-Fi network or something. Mm. Um, I believe like Dick Cheney had to like get like an update on his pacemaker um, when he was like going across like to another country or something like that. But yeah, there's no regulation on it. There's there's really like the law hasn't really caught up with that. Honestly, I suspect Neuralink would be out before regulation on it came out, to be honest. Um, and security on something like Neuralink is obviously unprecedented. I, I don't know what protocol they're using to send signal over to devices. Um, or because what type of information could even be accessed. Yeah. I mean, we're really getting into science fiction territory here where Musk specifically said that if two people had Neuralinks in their brains, you could telepathically talk to each other through that connection, which is pretty wild. I mean, like, does that mean that I would be able to read your brain signals? Like, stuff that you're ben, thinking? Then you that can you're always not... read my brain signals. You already, you know, we're so close that you're... We are. It's <laughs> like we're neuralinked. <laughs> we are. We're already neuralinked. That's yeah. absolutely true. But, yeah, I guess I don't understand how neuralink telepathy works, where <laughs> how am I supposed to know, and how do I turn it off when, like, I'm dreaming or you're something? You're like Jean Grey from X-Men. Right. Where, like, you can't turn off other people's thoughts. It's... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But either way, this is a very cool and very safe idea that I think everybody should use. How so. far away are we from learning kung fu just by sitting in a chair? Yeah, that's like one of the only good things about this. Is that a reference to like the Matrix or something? Is that? I how... have no idea. You have seen it. I knew it. I mean, is that how he learns it? Yes. Oh, okay. Well played. I did. I. I'm not like messing around. I did not know that. That's that makes no sense to me. But okay. Um, <laughs> Yeah, you should be able to learn Kung Fu just by sitting in a chair. Neuralink or no Neuralink. Yeah. Just watch a bunch of YouTube videos. I, I think the hackability of this 
whole thing is so problematic. And yeah. it's really scary to hear that uh, some of these problems already exist mm -hmm. with existing technology. Yeah. And I know that Elon Musk like is at least aware of security. The dude made a surprise appearance at DEF CON uh, last summer. Actually, he popped up in the car hacking village. I was um, like at a different village. I think I was in the AI village when that happened. It was, they, they have like different parts of DEF CON. Mm. So yeah, he made like a surprise appearance at the car hacking village. Like there was a Tesla car there that there was a contest to see who could hack it. He uh, Tesla also c constantly enters these like bug bounties or uh, capture the flags where they, they'll pay hackers to like find vulnerabilities with it. Um, so I think they're very aware of that. I wouldn't be surprised if there was also a similar bug bounty program for Neuralink, uh, considering the ramifications of it all. That's like sounds too late, but okay. I mean, obviously bug bounties are really important and helpful. Yeah. But no, it, my point is that like, I think that that's something they're definitely considering. Like, sure. Considering like Elon Musk like popping up in the security world every yeah. now and then. Yeah. Look, they're further along than I thought they'd be. Mm -hmm. I thought testing on monkeys was still going to be a couple years away. I, I, why don't they try hacking the monkeys as well like while they're using it? Maybe they are. Yeah. I don't know. So The monkeys could hack each other. Maybe. Or the monkeys could telepathically talk to each other without us knowing and kill us all, which is also very cool. I'm tired of being here. Uh, monkey Neuralinkers, if you're watching this, uh, we are in New York City. Um, if you DM me, uh, come and kill me and make it look like an accident. Wait, wait, hold on. I also would like to talk to the monkey Neuralinkers. Oh, you okay. have your Neuralink on. Sick. Message received. Very good. <laughs> okay. Uh, for one thing, uh, Alfred, you have uh, enraged CKT ha that you have not seen The Matrix yet. Uh, we need to work on that. I think he's that. kidding. You can't I take Alfred. I the gist of the movie. I've never watched it in full, but I understand it. He takes the pill, and then he fights like the Agent Smiths or whatever, and their batteries. I've never watched the, any of the movies in full, but like I understand like the plot of it. It, it goes pretty far downhill. After I've also the first never one. watched like Ninja Turtle movies, but like I also understand the gist of those things. <laughs> I mean, let's let's be honest here. The plot to the Matrix is a little more dense than the Ninja Turtles. Like they're batteries, right? Like they they use people as batteries, even though it would make way more sense to just have actual batteries. Careful, I don't have a spoiler warning ready. Uh, no, I don't come on. care. The movie it's been came decades. Out in, the movie came out in 1999. The spoiler warning is no longer valid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should talk about the ending of Casablanca, too, while we're at it. Casablanca 2? They made a second one? No, no, Casablanca also. No, Casablanca uh, 2, Electric Boogaloo. Oh, yeah, that's my favorite. <laughs> the one with Wreck-It Ralph. Love it. <laughs> that's a really good one. Wasn't this supposed to be, like, a relevant tech news, like, serious news show? Oh, wait. No, no we're, in <laughs> we're in the Q&A. We're in the Q&A. Anything goes. Okay, uh, so as far as timeline goes, CKT thinks we're going to see Neuralink somewhere in the 10-year range. Commander Trium saying five. Uh, Syringoy asks, what would... Would you like a Neuralink Tinder for true-to-heart swiping? No, but... Wait, I, for what swiping? For, like, swiping. So you don't, like, so you don't have to use your hands, or would it just read your brainwaves and match you up with somebody that, like, wait, knows wait. is a compatible Would match? it be real-world... Too, where you would just look at somebody and swipe left or right and then no longer... I mean, you can kind of already do that, though. You just wink your eye at them. That's really... Cool. Okay. Yeah, that's that's swiping in real life. With like... Real life swiping. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it already exists. I got it. Um, but yeah, for, for dating purposes... Um... Yeah, I think that's kind of what Ben was talking about, how, like, you know, this would really help out people with, like, disabilities, but, like, if you're an abled body person, like... 
it's kind of a waste what's, to use what's it. The point? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could you could see all kinds of uses for it. Obviously, we've all seen like sci-fi movies mm -hmm. could be used for super soldiers. It could be used for I don't know. Mostly this is going to help rich people at least at first. Can you imagine how expensive this procedure would be? Not only is the technology expensive, but actually doing a surgical procedure to embed this type of stuff in your head, it's not it's going to be so prohibitive prohibitively expensive that most people are not going to have the availability for it for, I don't know, the foreseeable future at least. So, um, yeah, it probably would benefit people with disabilities, but unless insurance agencies would want to get involved, I don't know how they would be yeah. able to access it. Uh, all right. Uh, props to everyone in the in the chat. Uh, I'm not going to read a lot of these comments because they're just going to hurt Alfred's feelings. No, no, please. No, continue to. We're going. <laughs> we're going to avoid that. Uh, here's some interesting thoughts. What about Neuralink working with Google and Duplex? That sure. doesn't. I mean, Duplex is an AI though. Du Duplex is not like a human thing. I mean, unless you're asking the assistant to do it, which I mean, like Elon Musk did talk about how with this he wants it to be compatible with AI, so that like it's your thoughts, but also like you can use your thoughts to control AI to like make calls, like what Duplex would do. I kind of um, think what that, what he's saying is that Duplex would be a more effective mirror of your personality, perhaps. Oh, that's oh, weird. Now I we're just getting yeah. into Black Mirror territory. Yeah, because then that's like I think that's like more like reading your thoughts and you know what makes you you. Whereas you know, like how much of a machine do you really want to be? I don't know. I think I'm not a fan of well, that. Well, that's the problem. That's why it's fascinating, but also really terrifying to talk about this subject in particular because the whole concept of putting chips in your brain. We all knew this was coming. I already think it's pretty freaky that people do the RFID thing yeah. in, in their hands. I think and it's creepy when companies require employees to do that. That is incredibly creepy. Yeah. You know, and like, what is the benefit that you really get out of it? You don't have to like take your wallet out to get your card. Yeah, like, basically. But really... like, I mean, the idea is that you can later use that for like payment stuff. Again, Again very... I'm not, it's not solving a problem yeah. that's like such a pain in the ass for me that I have to like go and like get a surgically injected RFID mm -hmm. chip. In what, would, what would, what were the, like what, what convenience would you want that like you would inject something like that in your hand? I, I'm, I'm struggling to try to figure yeah. that out, you know, because like I'm always trying to figure out, okay, first of all, how could it be hacked? Mm -hmm. uh, could it get infected? And did it need to be updated or replaced, or how easy is it for me to remove? So those are a handful of hurdles for me to ever actually do any sort of augmentation. Now, granted, if I like lose my arm in like a battle with Darth Vader and they have a replacement for Darth me, Darth White. Oh, okay. That's um, that's from the movie Star is that Wars. That also Matrix. No, it's okay. not. It's not Matrix. It's Star Wars. Stay with me. It was a I movie quit in the seventies and eighties. And um, it was uh, kind of good versus evil. It was kind of a knight's tale okay. type of thing. So but Darth Vader's like the good guy? Uh, no, no. But like he kind of like he saves the day in the end, but there was a little too We'll talk about it later. Right? I feel like we're getting a bit off track. But you think so? It sounds interesting. No, I mean, I think BVG is enjoying this part of the conversation. I quit. <laughs> oh, third episode. We did it. <laughs> You mean 588th episode. Third episode Alfred, of the charge. should always host. <laughs> always host, please. This is far too entertaining. Uh, here's an interesting thought when it comes to Neuralink. Yan uh, wants to know if that would uh, open up availability for humans to communicate with animals. Oh, weird. That would be totally cool. Maybe. We have gone I, I down will, That's the only useful hole. function of Pun that. Intended. I was going to talk about that when you asked, like, what convenience would you want? Oh, go for that it. That was, yeah, yeah I really want to, like, tell my cats, like, yo, don't 
like jump up on like the counters or anything like that. Yeah, but like, and then I find out them that already. Uh, yeah, but it's they not like they understand. They no, just hear like Charlie understand. Brown language, like wah 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 wah. I, yeah. I would argue your cats understand, but cats are cats. Yes, and they're still going to jump on fair. your counters. But yeah, talking to animals would be super cool. And then they can talk smack to me, and then I can find out that my pets are misogynists or something, and then I have to like get rid of them. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, so yeah, that's, that's maybe don't do that. Possible. I mean, like, I just think that if you can talk to your pets, you might find out that your pets like are bad. Like bad personalities, bad people. <laughs> you were about to say like, bad people. Yeah, but I'm like they're not people. So I'm like, oh, like they just have like really bad personalities. I have a weird question here. Okay, so let's say you could Neuralink with a pet. You hear them speaking in English, but they hear you speaking in meows or barks. Is that how it or works? Or turtle speak? Or turtle speak? <laughs> Ever a turtle says? <laughs> Um, I don't know. I don't like. I I assume there'd be some kind of translator on it, but I think if it's based off brainwaves, I think they would just understand. You know. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, you like very profound the other animal. I guess. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what groking is either. It's from a book. Never mind. A what? It's Stranger in a Strange Land. It's a, it's a sci-fi book. You're right there, Brian. <laughs> it's from a book. This a is what? <laughs> the Daily Charge has now been explaining like, like a, past cultural milestones. Like a like a MacBook? <laughs> no. Like a laptop? No, it's a bunch of pages that are put together and then you read them and you like know, web pages. Like no, so they no, print them like out. printed pages and they're two sided. Okay. And sometimes it's fiction or nonfiction. I could get into what the difference is okay. in a later episode. All right. Make sure everybody is subscribed to the audio podcast so you can get the Daily Charge Supercharge and keep the lovely post show in your pocket at all times in case you ever need to show anybody the perfect example of what a troll is. Uh, here's a, a question that I find interesting personally. Uh, CKT asks, do you think Neuralink will help enable lucid dreaming and dream recording? Oh, I don't, that's quite a cool. I don't sure. think they're that's doing that with Neuralink, though, because, like, your dream waves are different than, like, the current brain waves that you have, like, going on now. Um, lucid dreaming is pretty cool, though. Um, like, I've done it, like, a few times, like, never, like, purposely, but I think mm. when you realize you're in a dream, it, it's, like, kind of crazy, like, what you can do, like, in a dream state. Um, dream journaling definitely helps, and I don't think you need to put a chip in your brain to do that. Literally just get up and write what you dreamt of because then you remember it more and you, you it's easier to realize when you're in a dream. Sometimes you don't remember it right out the gate, though. I know there's half yes. the times I wake up and I think, like, I know I had a dream. Something happened, but yeah, I've already I, lost it. I think that's, it's important to just write it down. You just got anyway. incepted. Yeah. yeah. I think the point is, though, is that, like, you don't really need Neuralink to do that, and I don't think the purpose of Neuralink is very much dream-related. It's also, let's remind ourselves that this is an Elon Musk project. He's not the only one that's working on human-computer interface technology, but... He certainly gets a lot of attention for himself. I just feel like he does have a tendency to overpromise or talk about these big oh, ideas. Yeah. And so it's a lot of fun to talk about and be like, hey, what about dreaming? Hey, what about talking to animals? Do you think I would assure you that if 1% of these things actually came to bear, that would be amazing. Do you think that Elon Musk will one day invent a submarine that can save uh, children trapped in a cave? Yeah, definitely. And it would be very cool and uh, appropriate. And he won't so. get mad about it at all. When yeah, it doesn't no, work. he'll be he'll be really nice about it because he's a very nice guy. So yeah, you really did you did you really just go down that path? Well, whatever. Really? It's not like he doesn't deserve it, you know. So Elon, you're welcome to come on the show and defend yourself for that, but you know, I don't think you will. 
Okay, just a few minutes left. Let's get a few more questions in. Uh, actually, Syringoy's got the winning comment of the day. My pitch is Neuralink to unlock your phone in the fastest possible way and safest. Ah, come on. You know that, like... I mean... It, better than Touch I'm ID. Not, I'm not against Syringoy. Okay, so if you're unlocking your phone, chances are you're probably looking at it to do that, right? Because you're going to be... Unless you need to unlock your phone and do something, like and you're, in a, you're, you're in a hostage situation where your arms are tied um, mm -hmm. and your phone is in your pocket and you need to call 911. I understand that. That makes sense to me. But most of the times, if you're going to unlock your phone, you're looking at your phone. Face ID already does that, and it does it pretty quickly. I don't think you need to put something, put a chip in your brain to do yeah. that. Um, Roger that, also argues that Touch ID works even faster because you can just put your thumb on the button as you're taking uh, your phone. I don't out know. Of your I've been using my S10 lately, and like Touch ID's kind of been screwing up on that. Also, yeah. at any time after I wash my hands, it's very hard for me to unlock my phone with Touch totally ID. Totally fair. It sounds like you need a chip in your brain. Yes. Good. It's like Abe Lincoln said, I need to see this play like I need a chip in my brain. <laughs> Either way, Syringoy, with all due respect, I could probably think of a lot of other non-first world problems to put a chip in my brain Oh, for. you know what would be cool to do with it? Unlocking other people's doors and phones with a chip in your brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like that Johnny Depp movie, I think. What, wait, what? I think like Johnny Depp in some random movie, BVG, help me out here, he knows all the movies, uh, where he becomes a bunch of tiny like uh, uh, nanobots and like tries to take over the world or something. I have a vague recollection of that. What the hell? But Is this like most a Tim Johnny Burton Depp thing? movies are awful, so. No, I don't think so. Why do we keep, why do we talk about movies so much on this show? Why does everybody uh, talk about movies today. all the time, always, not just us? Stop yeah. referencing stuff, guys. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, uh, let's fly through and get a, a quick recap. So what do you actually think is the primary major use case for Neuralink technology? Uh, will they be able to collect our thoughts? Hmm. Again, yeah, I don't think it's reading, like, your thought. I mean, like, look, it might take your thoughts to, like, type this, this, and this, and then, like, save that in a log on a database somewhere, but I don't think it's, like, if you're not sending a command to it, I don't think it's collecting like every single thought that you have every now and then. Again, this is all very much in like the beta phase and we don't really know that much about it. So things could change within the next like few years. They haven't even tested it on a person yet. So So we'll see. Yeah. Uh, okay, switching gears real quick. Uh, let's talk China. Uh, what about these loan apps? Is there any risk to us in the U.S.? Are any of those apps available anywhere here? No, yeah. Most of these apps are based in China because there's, uh, like, millions of people in China don't have, like, a credit score or anything like that. So they use these loan apps. Um, and, yeah, they, they, like, approve people for loans, like, really quickly on that because they take all this data from your phone. The problem is that they've been taking this data and sending it to the server that was hosted by Alibaba, um, and it had no password on it until we reached out to Alibaba about it. Um, so I think a, a big, uh, yeah, a big clarification is that this is not something that like is available in the U.S. But I mean, just consider all the apps that you do use in the U.S. and the servers that they're sending this information to. You don't know if they're like keeping that secure or anything like that. We we found, you know. In another story, we had found a, a database where it was like 1.8 million households in the U.S. where all that data was just there and available on like employment data. Mm. Just essentially, you know, all these websites and or apps that were collecting data about people that were looking for jobs sent to the server with no protection or password on it. And um, yeah, a security researcher found that. 
um, hopefully before anyone nefarious found it and like was able to use that data to you know basically steal someone's identity. Yeah, these unsecured database stories tend to come up every now and then, yeah. right? The, the problem is, especially with this one, is, is when it's your banking information mm -hmm. and your personal information, it's obviously much more yeah. problematic. Especially with location information, too. This is one of the first few databases that I found where it was real-time location data. Like, they, they were updating every time a person logged into the app, it sent the new uh, latitude and longitude of that, like, specific person, mm -hmm. which is crazy. Um, so... I didn't know they needed that information. I mean, yeah, it's loans. They want to know where you are they in case you kind of skip located. out on it. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. I feel like we've had a fair bout of this lately across the board, so I guess it was just China's turn. Yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of database leaks in China as well. There, there was a story I'd written um, a few months ago about um, another database leak with facial recognition data that, that was um, all over the Uyghur region, which is um, the 2.2 million... Muslims that are oppressed in China, uh, and the facial recognition data used on them, and where all these cameras are. Um, so that was there too. There was like somebody. There was a, a six-year-old girl's face like in that database. Uh, are they? They're tracking. How many people are they tracking in China? How many people is the government? I mean, everyone is being tracked in China through facial recognition technology. Yeah, but like, spe like this specific like database. I mean, everyone. Wow. <laughs> this specific database though was like specified with like the Muslim population in China. Yeah. Um, do you have any idea, sorry to put you on the spot here, what they do with tourist information? Like if I were to visit China, do you have any idea what they would do with facial recognition technology? I mean, I don't there? think they're like just gonna say, oh, that guy's a tourist, we're gonna right. delete we're gonna that data. Right, we're gonna turn it all yeah, off. Like that's yeah. not, I don't think that's how facial recognition works for That's China. true, yeah. Um, and also, like if you tried crossing the border into China on uh, in a specific region, like the where the Uyghur region where like the Muslims do live, they there were reports from Motherboard um, and The Guardian about how they would install malware on tourist phones. Oh, right. Like, to, like search for content uh, on it that like was against the Chinese government. So yeah, um, don't give your phone over to Chinese border agents if you're going there. Wow, that's pretty wild. I don't think you really have a choice. I think they just jail you if you refuse <laughs> to turn your phone over. So Holy moly. Yeah. W words to live by. Okay, and to close things out, let's all be adults and talk about sex toys in Las Vegas. Uh, so does that mean that they're going to double down? Because there was already a sex convention in Las Vegas. Is CES going to be overtaken by yeah, smart sex the, toys? The sex convention or the, the porn convention or whatever usually happens like the week after CES. Yes. So they just I, get to leave their stands this, up. I found out this year they actually used to coincide. Oh. Years ago. They used to coincide, um, but that obviously doesn't happen. Yeah, anymore. so CES in their statement yesterday specifically still said that um, while we are allowing sex toys, like porn content is still not allowed here. So I know that a lot of like adult video um, companies, like they've tried getting into CES with like, we have this VR like I thought thing. They that wasn't CES? I mean, I think they were like a side yeah. event. They weren't no, like we on the They were like at CES, yeah. but not They were like in Las Vegas, but they weren't right. at CES. Yeah. Like we they had them at our stage, though. We, they came to the CNET stage uh, the last year or two. I but forget the, what the time was. Did they have was, a booth? It's true. Like, if they're not officially there and they don't have a booth and they're not paying dues to CES, yeah. then it, I, I imagine CES can wash its hands of the situation yeah. and say like, oh, this isn't officially here. Yeah. You know, so we just wrangled them, even though that they weren't part of the convention. We we're just yeah, like, well, basically. you're relevant content. You can be on our stage. Okay. Yeah, because, you know, people are thirsty, and we're thirsty for views. So like and subscribe, everybody.
Um, that might have been the best segue in the history of this show, which is appropriate because we're out of time. So, Alfred, you want to go ahead and take us on out of here? Yeah, that is a wrap on today's show. Um, hit like and subscribe so Do you it. can join us for the live stream. It's on weekday mornings here on YouTube, Periscope, and CNET.com slash Daily Charge. Uh, there's a dash between the daily and the charge. Uh, check the descriptions uh, below for links to today's stories. And you can also subscribe to our audio podcast. For The Daily Charge, I'm Alfred Ng. I'm Ben Fox Rubin. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.